the music stopped. I'm still dancing. <laughs> Hi, Louise. Hi, Kim. And hello to yeah. everyone who's joining us. Absolutely. Um, I think everyone should put a little like shake in their booty today. Um, because it's Friday. Here or whatever. Ready. If you're dancing in your chair, is it really your booty that's shaking or everything else? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I do shake my booty when I'm dancing in my chair. I guess it is moving. It's, you know, check. I don't know. We, <laughs> <laughs> guess it's everything. So the booty's involved. Yeah. <laughs> so hi, everyone, and welcome to the YCAC show in which we are talking about our booties shaking in our chairs today. Or stand up and dance. Like, I do that very often. I very often will, I will set a timer, and I'll just get up, and I'll give myself a dance break during the day. Well, you know, I, I like to get outside um, mm -hmm. and do a little bit of gardening or a little bit of yard work um, to kind of get, it helps like unclog the, the clog, right? Like when I can't find or I'm trying to solution a problem and nothing seems to come and when I'm feeling like it's just not flowing um, to get up and to go do something, uh, it just come back and I'm just like, on it you know why do you there's actually a reason why that happens i know you know why but other people may not know why so we spend all of our times up here right all of our time in our brain for those of you who are not doing the video who are just listening to us audibly <laughs> like it's all i'm pointing to my head um it's 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 all in our brains it's all our thoughts and we do as humans, we do so much thought work and we're so much in our head. We spend most of our lives above the neck, right? Mm -hmm. We're just up here in our heads. And our, we have this whole other beautiful body that gets left out of the party. And the thing is, is that whole beautiful body has so much deep knowledge and we can get stuck in our heads. And by moving our bodies, we get to get access to that knowledge that can come forward to us. It's It sounds a little woo, but it's actually like, that's why people say in the middle of the day, go for a walk. If you're in a heightened state, if you're anxious or angry or frustrated, breathe. Breathing puts us back into our bodies. Going for a walk, walk it off, right? How many times do you see somebody who's upset and somebody's like, go walk it off, right? It's because we get out of our brains, we get out of that little 10% of our body and we get to have access to everything else that's there. It's science is cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just talking about your hut, you know, your hut, your heart mm -hmm. and your gut, right? And yeah, we get stuck here in that logic zone and accessing that knowledge from our second brain with down here, right? In our gut, but accessing that hut um, can just... Yeah. Open doors. We never even knew were doors. Yeah. 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 Love Stop. It. One of the things I saw somebody do a TikTok today. I think it was today. Who knows when they did it? I saw it today. Oh, um, so it could have been from, you know, whenever, but the, um, uh, it was about stop trying to logic yourself into your life. Ah, isn't that a beautiful way to think about it? Stop mm -hmm. trying to logic yourself into your life. You're living, you're breathing and existing in your life. And if you're logicking your way through your life, like you're missing so much of it. Um, this is a great segue into our topic. Um, we didn't do our check-in. Well, we didn't do our check-in yet. All right. We're going to do our check-in quick. Well, you know what? We're going to back up just a minute and truly welcome people because we did. We were so excited. 
I am literally buzzing with energy today. So I apologize. And I don't drink caffeine. So this is an uncaffeinated Kim. So good luck to everybody. Um, but just um, welcome to your kick-ass career. We are here every week um, doing a live stream. You can also catch us on the replays or on podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we are here to talk about building your kick-ass career one little step at a time. Um, mm -hmm. And we love to start off our conversations. Today was rather organic, but we love to start off our, our conversations to see how the week has gone because we love to use this time, this weekly wrap-up as a reflection on how the week has gone um, so far because we still have a weekend. So Louise, how has your week gone this far, thus far? Thus far. Far. So I love to talk about celebrations and not skipping over the good stuff. We do that so much. Um, I was just, I, I don't know how many people I even talked to this week about, right? I start my sessions with what are you celebrating? What's gone really well for you? And folks have to think about it. And it gets really tough. And there were some amazing celebrations that folks had to think about. And that just, Right. It kind of touches my heart. And so talking about celebrations, taking time to reflect back on your week is so important. Um, this week, it was kind of like, right, we're at the end of August and the beginning of September already and kind of like doing that. And September for me is a real um, like renaissance, right? It always feels like a rebirth and a restart so much more than a new year would feel. And so um I am celebrating uh, what I've accomplished this last week is really putting into gear some big projects. Um, so you and I have a great big project that we're launching that we're going to talk about over and over again because we've launched your kickasscareer.com and doing some great stuff there. But also for me, um, I'm celebrating some challenges that I put out and put into action this week. And so I love little challenges that I can kind of tune into my competitive side, um, use that superpower a little bit to compete with myself and maybe some other folks in a challenge. Um, and it feels really good and it kind of motivates me. And so that's really my celebration. And, and my wrap up is to use and harness my own superpower not try to like, say like, oh, we shouldn't be competitive. And the world's full of abundance and it is, and I know that I'm competitive. And so why not use that to move myself forward in my business? Love that. I love that. Yeah. The celebrations are huge, right? Because we do, we gloss over, we bypass, we move through celebrations and then we just are on to that next thing. And it's, it's very cultural. Um, not every culture is like that, but we definitely in North America live in a culture that is, um, on to the next, right? Um, in, in the human design world, they would say it's because of all of the generators and manifesting generators of which we are both manifesting generators. So <laughs> we do naturally go on to that next thing. Um, however, stopping, celebrating, smelling the roses, so to speak, and saying, hey, look, gives us that opportunity to breathe as we were just talking about getting out of logicking and getting into our bodies mm -hmm. and thereby getting to really experience our lives and what we're going through, right? Yeah. Very often that experience, when we stop and pause, we're experiencing from loss or grief. But when we stop and experiencing from celebration, we're actually training our brains to be more aware 
of the celebrations as they occur. So hopefully for your clients, it won't be so hard the next time you ask that question, say, what are you celebrating? For them to really start to get into that habit of noticing, right? It's those yeah. gratitudes that are so help helpful. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I am celebrating and why I'm, I'm literally buzzing with energy this week is <laughs> just some really amazing conversations, many with Louise. And um, we don't mean to tease you with all of the stuff. Maybe we mean to tease you a little bit um, of, of what we're doing with your kick-ass career and where we're going from here with it and how you can be a part of it. But some other just really amazing conversations around my business, working with some phenomenal clients um, and, and just doing some really exciting, some doing some epic shit in this world this week that felt like it. It was like it really felt like I was leaning into it, um, which has been fun. And all of that coupled with, you know, our daughter started school. It was a brand new school. She was going from sixth grade to seventh grade. And, and here in Montreal, seventh grade is high school. So it's like she suddenly has a bell schedule and changing classes and kind of helping her navigate that and starting to lean a little bit further into executive functioning and, and having the tools and the skills to feel like I can be a partner with her also feels really good. So it's professional, but also personal that it, it, I'm just all today. <laughs> Harness that energy folks. Yeah. Well, it, that's that when you kind of break through that growth ed, right? Like when you break through that, when you're, you know, you kind of, you're stuck in this comfort space for a while, when you break through, it is like a little shock of like, it's the tingles, right? When you finally break through that comfort zone and step into um, a space that uh, is a tad uncomfortable, a tad unfamiliar, I'm not going to say uncomfortable, but a no, tad unfamiliar. Right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. and it's interesting because really, um, you know, I, I talked about this a little bit in my social media is this summer did not turn out anything like I wanted it to. And I was highly disappointed. And here we are facing fall and September definitely is another moment of rebirth. I feel like going into fall and going into spring, we get those moments of rebirth. Um, and um, it has been a really interesting time for me to start to shed that disappointment, to acknowledge and shed the disappointment and say, okay, you had that. That's okay. We've, we've faced it. We've dealt with the, the disappointment. There's really not much more that we can do with that. How do we want to move forward from here? Right. And I do sp speak about myself and we, and it's just, <laughs> but I mean me and globally. Yeah. All of my parts, all of yeah. my parts for sure. Laura, all of my parts. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hear that kind of, and, and that's that's a lot of that for me, right? A lot about that September and just getting through uh, some days is it's tough. Mm -hmm. um, getting through some weeks is tough. Getting through, right, a situation or whatever that looks like. Um, but knowing that you have the capacity to see things uh, differently on the other side, um, it's that whole idea of perspective with distance, right? Oh, I love that. Yeah. 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 I love that. So, which I think does lend itself to our main conversation, which is qu about quiet quitting. Um, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you'd have to be under a rock if you haven't heard about the trend of quiet qu quitting. And if you haven't, I hope you've enjoyed your time under the rock because now you have heard of it. Um, quiet quitting became a new trend um, 
about a month ago, I think, um, several people on TikTok um, had been talking about quiet quitting. Um, the there was this big push that you know, Gen Z and millennials, younger millennials, are are, are quiet quitting. Um, the term actually has been around since 2009. It was brought up at a at an economic symposium uh, at Texas A&M in 2009 about Venezuela and about the um, diminishing ambitions of Venezuelans. Mm. So it's so interesting that that term from an economic symposium about diminishing ambitions has come back in 2022 in this new way. Yeah, I would even I would even care to say that it's even been around longer than that. Sure. Um, right. I think a lot of times this idea of when we're overwhelmed or overextended, we kind of turtle um, and that can happen. But it, it's also it's many ways to look at work as well. Um, and so so let's so let's get into this. So, Kim, tell me a little bit about like the definition of quiet quitting. Like what actually are people doing or talking about doing or or maybe even inspired to do around quiet quitting. Yeah. So the idea doesn't have a technical definition. I mean, the definition that came out of the economic symposium is probably the one that most people mean, but I think people use it for a lot of different reasons. The the way that I think of quiet quitting and the way that I've seen it talked about the most is this idea of I was hired to do a certain job and instead of continuing to be in this striving, improving energy um, that uh, we generally see in corporate culture, where it's like, I need to do more, I need to be seen more, I need to step up more, I need to, you know, da, 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 which has led to 50, 60, 70, 80 hour weeks for a lot of people. It's going back to that idea of I was hired to do a job and I'm going to do that job really well. And then I'm going to be done for the day and I'm going to have the rest of my life. So the concept for sure is not new, um, but this idea of tying this term quiet quitting to I'm going to be done for the day. And sure, some people are being um, overt, like overtly um, angry about what how they're being treated at work. I, I want to leave that part aside in our conversation a little bit um, and really talk more about this idea of quiet quitting as a as a way of setting boundaries and of self-care, because that's really what I think is being said by the masses is what they want. Do you, how do you feel about that? Do, do you see it differently or the similarly? Well, yeah, I, my hang up around this term quiet quitting is the fact that it's quiet. Bingo. Yes. Like, WTF. Like, <laughs> I don't know even what to say. Um, so absolutely, I, I think we're in a place right now where we're still in recovery mode, right? And it's often like, right, when when you're hurt or or you're going through something really big, like we ha have and are currently, right? What would that be? <laughs> 
Well, we don't talk about it anymore. But we so. don't talk about it anymore. So it must be over. And that's just not the case. And so I think here we are is trying to figure out, we're trying to like get our footing back. And priorities have changed over the last two and a half years where work hasn't necessarily caught up to what our priorities are. And so I feel like we're like spinning in the mud and absolutely 100%, we are all still dealing with overwhelm. And now we have a potential recession and all of the job loss. We have layoffs of like still of thousands of North Americans happening right now. And so here we are kind of like stuck in this muck and we have this, this, this need to recover, right? We do want to turtle a little bit. And I think that's okay, but I don't understand why we're doing it quietly. Setting boundaries and having conversations with your leader, with your team, um, if you are a leader, right? Like with yourself to, as a business owner, as a business owner, like whatever that looks like. I think it's like really important to unpack this whole idea of what we're looking for and what the role work now plays in our lives. And let's not like do it quietly. Like, can we take the social media? like chatter and actually like use it beneficially with with those people that matter in our lives. I wish we would just talk about it um, to the people that matter. So we make that change. It's so interesting, right? Because so that that idea of the quiet part bothers you. The part of the quitting also bothers me because you're well, not freaking quitting. You're, not <laughs> quitting. you're doing the opposite of quitting. You are sitting there saying, I was invested. I am invested in yeah. what I'm doing. It whether it's because I want to get a paycheck or because I'm you're building an amazing business or because you care about the company or the organization or the nonprofit that you work for. You have some level of investment. You're not freaking quitting. Stop saying you're quitting. What you're doing, even if you leave, you're not quitting. <laughs> you are simply making a choice that you are a priority in your own freaking life. And don't we all deserve that? Right. I might be a little passionate about this. <laughs> well, right. And actually, like, like understanding that about yourself and then having those conversations, right? Because I think oftentimes we can we can leave a great job with a great company um, because we haven't had those conversations. Um, and it's really, really it, it's it's hurtful. And just because you want to leave your work at work. That's okay. That is like, yeah. Um, that is okay. But if, if you're if you don't, that's okay too. Right. It's about how you feel. And I think right, quiet quitting and then the space we've gotten into is because we feel overwhelmed by the work that we're doing. Um, I get really scared when I hear people talk about quiet quitting, and you brought it up um in the in the Venezuelan um study. It's mm -hmm. this idea of diminishing ambition. Um, define ambition. That changes. Changes. Oh my gosh, it changes. What diminishing? It's different. Yeah, absolutely. So I do. So Heather had chimed in here and she said, remove the quiet and stop calling it quitting. It's completely messed up and it's gaslighting at its finest. Um, so it right, and we're doing it to ourselves. We're doing it to ourselves. What we're saying is that work is the most important thing in our lives. 
full stop. We have become a culture, we have become a society where work is the most important thing and everything else. And we saw this throughout the pandemic, teachers, healthcare workers, other frontline workers, we, we thanked them profusely for what they were doing so we could keep working. We never looked at our lives and said, what, where does work play a role in our lives? Why is it important? How am I choosing to work? And, and honestly, um, for those of you who don't know Louise and I, that's the crux of, of why we created your kick-ass career why we're doing this live stream every week, why we're creating other opportunities to work with people through the Your, Your Kick-Ass Career banner is this idea of work has taken on a life in our culture that leaves us as individuals, as human beings, as secondary at best. And I personally don't want to live the rest of my life, nor do I want to see my child's life focused on her as a human being second as secondary to anything else. Right. Yeah. Like what kind of, I'm sorry. I step <laughs> off the <that> soapbox. <laughs> it's it. I think, you know, this conversation um, is all about like, yeah, absolutely. How we view ourselves and the role that we play professionally but then also looking at what is the role we play privately in in each bucket of our lives and and reconciling where does the energy flow and at what time and and yeah. i think right that's really about where we're at is because we've all been kind of like shaken up like a snow globe um, right. And we can't see what's important to us right now. And so I think folks are using this idea of quiet quitting to kind of like, again, like I say, like turtle to say, like, I enough is enough. And this is and this is how I draw the line. Um, I just feel like doing that in silence is not doing anyone any good, including yourself. So we, we look at it as a way to overcome our overwhelm. Right. We're expected to do so much more than than what we're paid for. Um, trying to trying to reconcile what that looks like is often a conversation with your leader. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now here we are, like taking it all on ourselves. We don't have to fix this. We have a community of people who will help us do that. So I don't want it to to pull it in, right? Um, and 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 do it alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Oh my gosh. No. It's, it's so interesting because that I, the, I, so again, quiet and quitting, right? When we go back to those words, it's none of this should be silent. None of this should be done in isolation. You, and you're not quitting. Like the idea of quitting is giving up. Right. You're, you're not giving up. What you're doing is, is you're taking back some control and some, and some honor and some power in your own life. And, um, and that is, in my opinion, again, the opposite of, of giving up. It's the opposite of quitting. I know that a lot of, um, a lot of the concerns coming out around this idea of quiet quitting are, you know, well, what will the workplace look like? How can we operate if people are, are just um, quiet quitting, if they're just ending at the end of the day? 
Um, do you have any thoughts on that pushback? Well, um, yes, please. Like I, maybe I do want to end at the end of the day. Maybe I do want to leave work at work. Um, and that's perfectly fine. I think we have this whole, um, we have this whole generation of people who were really brought up to, to believe, right. And, and how we approach work as Gen Xers. Um, I really do believe like that it's okay to work a nine to five job and have a life after, um, it's okay to actually want more from work and to, to do that too. And so I think that, um, we lose that a little bit. And in this idea of quiet quitting is that, um, it, that I'm settling for less when really I'm, I'm, I'm benefiting, I'm maximizing we have three resources that that feel very, very restricting most of the time, right? Money, mm-hmm. time, and energy. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about where we spend our time, where we spend our energy, <laughs> where we spend our money, where we get our money, where we get our time, where we get our energy, right? These are, I think, really important things to think about. And, and designing work that fits and feels good is about what works for you, um, and not for anyone else. Yeah. You know, I find it interesting that very often, um, the, where I'm hearing these voices of, um, you know, what's going to happen to the workforce? How are we going to do this? Why are employees being so spoiled? And, and like, why are they acting so entitled right now? Um, many of these are coming from the same places that are espousing, um, work-life balance. Like, Come, come work for us because we have these wonderful work-life balance um, programs. Well, but you don't if your employees, if if your staff, if the people who work for you are saying, "I can't do this anymore. I'm burned out." I mean, really, the bottom line of all of this is all of us have been living through a global pandemic, and we're all facing some level of burnout right now. Mm-hmm. I have not met a person in the last year and a half that hasn't been showing some signs of burnout. Now the level may be different and it does. And honestly, it doesn't matter. I've seen it in, in my entrepreneurial clients. I've seen it in, you know, my business owner clients. I've seen it in my, the people who work in corporate and in nonprofit and for sure teachers. We're all facing some level of it. So how do we, as humanity, again, shift the focus to this idea that, that we need to care for ourselves or or your business isn't going to even matter anymore. Right. It just, it, 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 it's fascinating to me though, that we go from this idea of they're entitled, they're, they're acting like spoiled brats, they being employees to, but look at our wonderful work, work life balance package. Well, your work-life balance package doesn't really take into consideration the fact that your employees don't want to work 60 hours a week. Right. Well, and and so this is a little bit too about, I often talk about this, right, with in career engagement, it's taking your power back, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're working 50, 60, 70 hour weeks, it's like, so you are giving your employer all of this extra time, you're you're doing it. You're in choice. 
um, to do that. And so how do you take your power back? How do you, right, start to separate um, who you are from the things that you do at work? And I think that's a big piece of it. Uh, I think oftentimes, too, it's like, just remember how you got into this situation in the first place, too, right? If you're putting in 70-hour uh, work weeks, I want you to think about your own responsibility in that and start taking control of your own career development, your own work-life balance. No company is going to solve all of your problems with any initiative that they put out, with any message that they put out. Like this is about you taking control back of your own career development, of your own life. What do you want out of your career? What do you want out of your life? Where does it all fit and work? And, and how does it all play nice together? Because it does. Um, but it's understanding what that looks like. It's 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 bringing your control back because you're the one giving up your time uh, to 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 work 70 hours a week. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> it's on you. Well, and, and it's the same story for, for entrepreneurs, right? It's the same story for pe yeah. people who are running the organizations and running the businesses, whether it's, it's a small business or a multi-billion dollar mm -hmm. company. You have the power. You don't have to give all of your time to an organization. If, if that is your feeling, then you need support. Yep. I'm not, I, we don't love shoulds. We don't love to tell people <laughs> what to do. And there are a lot of people in this world who have a lot of some amazing skills. And just imagine if, if we were better at collaborating, if we were better at um, coming together and working together, then the person who's doing one job for 80 hours a week, whether it's for themselves or for somebody else, if they're partnered with somebody else, now you have two people who are creating something in the world together and are working half of that time. It's fear that's keeping us from doing that, right? We're afraid of the competitors. We're afraid of the other people that might be better than us. We're afraid our egos. It's again, what we started talking about it's all up here. Yeah. It's all up here. All those fears, all those things that keep us proving and striving and pushing and pushing and pushing and then expecting other people to do the same thing. It's just here. Our bodies know better, right? Our hearts are connected to one another, believe it or not, as squishy and as, as you know, whatever you want to call it as that. Yes, I'm a tree hugger, but the, the the reality is we are all connected and imagine if we came together collaboratively i bet we wouldn't be worrying about being quiet or quitting you're quitting <laughs> um yeah and and you know you you've said it before we've said it here um on the podcast slash show slash whatever you want to call it whatever we're doing here um, right. And, and we know firsthand that we are better together. Right. And so that is like our founding foundation principle, why we created your kick-ass career, um, and your kick-ass career community is to be able to lean in and rely on others. So that gives us different perspectives, right? Right. Um, and it gives us all of those things that we 
we need to see ourselves um, a little bit differently and, and how to get control back over all of that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And so we have decided, um, and uh, last week we, we put a little bit of information out. We'll continue to put information out um, in, in September, in this month, we are in, whew, we're in September and we're super excited that we are going to be launching the Your Kick-Ass Career Community. So you'll be able to have um, support from, from both of us as well as peers in the community. Um, you'll have that opportunity to, um, to come together, to network, to help lift each other up, to collaborate, right? Um, so we're going to be giving out more information, um, but if you're interested in learning more, please jump on the wait list. Um, uh, we put it in the chat comments as well as you can just type it in at yourkickasscareer.com. Um, there's a little um, superhero quiz that you can go through and then you can jump on our wait list um, as well. So do you want to yes. say anything more about the community? Um, no, I Not don't. Yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, you gotta keep tuning in. So subscribe, like if you're on YouTube, um, uh, make sure that you don't miss, um, our show, our content, uh, make sure you're following, uh, Kim or myself on LinkedIn, uh, Kim's on Facebook. I'm not. And we won't. You can go. also connect directly from Instagram. Wow. I have socials everywhere. You can find me everywhere at thekimromain.com. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have, I like have this, I need to high five you, but like, can, can we, nope, other way. Other side, no, no, turn, turn your hand, that hand the other direction. Nope, other hand, no. Okay, you can do that. Yeah, keep going. No, keep going. Woo, we just high fived. Um. <laughs> Thank you for sitting through that ridiculousness. Um. All right, Kim, as we wrap up our uh, show for today, what's your golden nugget? My golden nugget, you said a term and I didn't write it down. Um, what did I say? Yeah, I know. And I'm trying to remember what it, it was really amazing. I say amazing things all the time. You do say amazing things all the time. It was per, per, propensity. It was started with a P. Damn it. Um, I need to write these things down as you say it. There, there was a, um, I don't remember. Perspective comes from distance. That's it. Thank you. Perspective comes from distance. I just, I knew there was a golden nugget of actual words. Perspective comes from distance. That was, that was pure gold for me because while I knew it, I didn't have the words to actually articulate it. So I want to say thank you for those words and I will write them down for sure. <laughs> Um, for, for me, my golden nugget was really, again, around to, I love that to stop trying to logic your way into your life. Um, and I think this is kind of the core of this whole, like quiet quitting movement is that we try to make sense of really what's going on. And when we can stop and really think about how do we get control back? How do we get back into our bodies, start to trust our instincts again and figure out how it is we really want work to fit into our lives. I think that's so important. I've talked a lot about HUT this week um, to a lot of folks. And so I just love that it kind of tied into our conversation today because it really is important understanding what your heart and your gut is trying to tell you and how do you quiet some of those voices 
they can get really loud sometimes. Um, and then we follow them. So yeah, that's uh, that was kind of my nugget from today to remember Beautiful. that. Mm -hmm. um, Louise, what are we talking about next week? I don't know. What are we talking about next week? Well, it's interesting because you started this set of this session. This I might have had a, a few sessions this week. You started um, today's uh, live stream with talking about harnessing superpowers. Yeah. That, in fact, is what we're going to talk about next week. Um, we love superpowers. Um, like our our quiz that we help you with is finding your um, career change superhero, which is applicable wherever you are in your career. Right? It's it's for individuals that are working for somebody, for individuals that are ready to step off the ladder, who have already stepped off the ladder and have their own business, whatever, because you're, you're still in a career regardless. Yeah. Um, so we talk about superheroes in that one, and we're super excited um, to be bringing back this idea of how to harness your superpowers because we all have them. Like, How do you define them and how do you harness them? So we're going to dig into that a little bit more next week. I can't wait. I love superpowers. Um, right. And, and we all have different ones. We all have this unique combination of what that looks like. And um, yeah, fantastic. So you don't want to miss that now, do you? You don't get your, what it, what uh, Wonder Woman had her, her golden. Oh, she, she did. You know what I was thinking of was that the. Yeah. Well, twins. see, that was the wonder twins power thing that I was. Wonder trying twins. To do. Oh yeah. But no, no way. wrong way. Boom. There we go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I would love to hear. Well, tune in next week um, where you get to share your superhero when you think about it and your superpower. Yeah. Um, because we're going to dig into how important it is to actually know what that is yeah. um, and how that you can leverage that to move yourself forward. Super important, fun stuff. Um, check out the quiz online if you want to bring your superhero to, um, you know, as your kind of tag along next week, you can bring your superhero with you. Um, or you could just bring your superpowers with you because they go with you no matter where you are. Just bring um, your super self. Just bring your super self. Oh, that's so sweet. I like that. Um, have a great week, everyone. I like don't have any more. Like I'm still buzzing over here, but I have no more to say. Just have a great week. Have a phenomenal. So this is a long weekend. Have a phenomenal long weekend uh, in North America. And uh, we will see you back here. Same time, same bat channel, because we're talking about superpowers and superheroes on your kick-ass career. Take care, everyone. Bye for now. Bye for now.